0: Today's program is brought to you in part by our marketing partners, recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the eastern United States. Here's rapping on racing.
1: Today's guest is modified driver, Greg Hogger. Hey, this is Mark
2: Richards. You're listening to Rapid On Racing with Don Gamble.
1: This is the banker Bob
2: Thott. Most people fail not because they aim too high and miss, but because they aim too low
0: and hit.
3: Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway would like to thank all of our marketing partners who helped make our 2022 a success. Rurik Automotive Group, Cheplik Packing, Crawford Auto Repair. Always Safe Flagging and Traffic Control, Falcone's, Moon Township Automotive, Rock Auto, Next Gen Outdoor Services, Summit Racing Equipment, Basil Race Fuels, Coca-Cola, Calusi Chevrolet, The Coriopolis Record, Isley's, JD Hall Excavating, Octane Customs, Precise Racing Products, Hoosier Tire Mid-Atlantic, Racing Junk, Rhino Racing Classifieds, Yingling, Zarin Truck and Automotive, and Zoofall Communications. We would like to also congratulate our 2022 champions in the Rush Late Models, Philip Ubeck, in the Hobby Stocks, Frank McGill, for the Chuplick Series, Logan Catellus, in the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, A.J. Poljack, in the Open Four Cylinders, Craig Rudolph, and in the Young Guns, Emmy Laboon. Stay tuned to our social media channels and our website, ppms.com, for upcoming information regarding our 2023 racing season.
4: When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights.
1: Okay, listeners, joining us now is good friend, Greg Hogger. Greg, good evening. How are you?
2: Good, Don. Good.
1: How you doing? Good. Now, I don't know how to introduce you because I could say modified driver, late model driver, pure stock driver. Um, I, we'll just say driver because it looks like you've driven everything. And sometimes when I look on your page, I'll say, geez, I remember that car from back in the day. So. <laughs> Right now we're dealing with the modified, so let's start with that. Now, Highline Motorsports is you. Now, does that include all your race cars and your two boys?
2: Yeah, I have uh, my oldest son Tanner. He races.
1: Let's talk about your son Tanner. Now, he's we well, got several of your boys racing, but let's start with Tanner.
2: Yeah, Tanner. I you know I don't know how many years he's been racing. I'm going to say ten. And, uh, you know, he, he did the go-karts, and uh, even before that, he raced motocross, and he won a lot of, a lot of races in that. And then, uh, after the boy's mother you know, passed away, I, I got him into racing probably sooner than I thought I was going to, just to occupy his time. And uh, for general, it's, it's panned out. He, he gets a little excited sometimes, but uh, he, he's doing okay.
1: Now, how about Tyler? Another son. He also races.
2: Yeah, he's uh, he he does the go karts as much as we can. We try to hit a track and runs like every other week. That way we can go stock car racing on the off weeks and in between weeks. And uh he he's doing good. He's won some races and he showed me he has some skills and uh, hopefully we're gonna get him in a uh some practice laps in a crate car this year at different times throughout the year and then the following year hopefully turn him loose in one.
1: Cool. Now, one of the things I recognized on some of your information is you were the former owner of Dick's Auto Parts, and I remember you telling me a long time ago when the show was on on Saturdays that everybody would be at Dick's Auto Parts listening to the show, and if a customer came in, you told them they'd have to wait.
2: There's a lot of times people didn't get waited on when the the show was on, because, I mean, we would have... You know, Mel Minick Sr. in there, sometimes Mel Jr. Uh, a guy by the name of Ron Barney was always in there. And every once in a while, Kenny Starbucks would pop in. So we always had our ear glued to the radio.
1: A lot of familiar names. And I'd have to say, your area down there in Uniontown produced a lot of really good drivers.
2: You know, people don't really realize it, but there was a huge racing history around here before my time but when I started racing I really had a good uh, bank truck to go to I mean I had Mel Minnick giving me information helping me out Gary Sisson um, some of the people don't know who Ron Barney is but he worked for Rocket for many years back when it was Bullet he started and I think he was actually one of Steve Baker's first car owners and uh Anytime time I had a chassis problem, he was the man I went to. He he could make a car go in a circle, no doubt about it.
1: I remember Ron when uh, Steve was driving for him. Like I said, not only drivers but car owners. I mean, Bots Hager. Uh, he told me one time at Motor Drum. He said, "You see that kid in that '88 car?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "Keep an eye on him because he's going places." And I guess Steve was a teenager at the time. But Bots. Yeah, Go ahead.
2: Uh, I believe Steve, even there for a while, he lived with Bounce. And, I mean, Bounce and my dad was great friends, and me and Bounce's son and daughter were still friends to this day. We talk, even though, you know, they live in Daytona now, but every time I get a chance, I try to stop in and see them.
1: Now, when you're, and again, when I looked at your webpage, I've seen all these different cars. Um, do you still have them all, or how do you decide uh, what you're going to race?
2: <laughs> well, we've we've moved around a little bit You know, starting in pure stocks And then to the, uh, what they call now The, uh, oh, I guess it's like The of Ohio street stocks They call them now we, we, we ran that for a little bit And we tried modified even before that And went back to street stocks And I tried super late once And uh, <laughs> that didn't work out real good for me <laughs> But uh, I think we got one semi-late win back when there was semi-lates, so we did run that, and uh, we ran crates for a little bit and didn't have much success there at all, and then I just found a home in the modified the last last four years, I'd say. I
1: want you to hold that thought for a minute. We need to get a word from a couple of our sponsors.
0: Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at At Alternative Power Sources, they have always understood that your generator needs are never one size fits all. They are still the local generator company you have come to know and trust, but with expanded resources and expertise as a subsidiary of Curtis Power Solutions Company, part of the Indel Power Group. As a Curtis Power Solutions Company, they offer quality brands such as MTU, Kohler, Southeastern Power Products, and Yamaha Generators. They bring more experience for working on complex projects such as engineering and design services for data centers and healthcare facilities. At the same time, they continue to service all brands of standby generators. Also, don't forget to ask about their rentals for your next event or power emergency. If you have a project, alternative power sources has a solution. Contact them today at 1-800-894-4455. That's 1-800-894- 4455.
1: Alright fans. We're back. We're talking to Greg Hogger, currently a modified driver, but he's uh, done the Crate Late Models, the modified, started out in the pure stocks. I guess it was interesting in 2021, it's the first race of the year for Tyler, and uh, he starts out fourth and he wins the feature, drove 20 perfect laps. Is that putting any pressure on dad? In
2: 2021, I put a lot of pressure on Dad because uh, I think Tyler won five or six features that year, and Dad, uh, Dad won none. We had a lot of second places, but no wins. And uh, me and uh, Tanner, we always uh, kind of, you know, don't like it when Tyler reminds us that he was the winningest hogger that year. <laughs>
1: Now when you travel around, you run uh, and you were the uh, track champion at Roaring Knob, how do you determine uh, where you're going to run?
2: Well, this year we couldn't really take time or the money to be out running around a lot of places, so I I just stayed at Roaring Knob mainly, Um, other than we did venture out to Port Royal, and I did go down to Charlotte. Um, I liked that. I would have been running Lake Trove, but they they uh, didn't have the modifieds there this year. Uh, Hoping maybe they might bring them back for next year, but we'll see how that goes. But uh, with Tyler's go-karting schedule and stuff, it was just best for me just to run Roaring off because it's only like about 17 miles from my house.
1: I I ran into you and your crew down at Charlotte at the Dirt Track. Was that your first time down there?
2: No, I was down there last year and uh, we came close, but didn't make the race, and uh, you know, God knows I'm not a perfect driver, but I actually come home, and we found out a problem, and once we fixed that problem, the car was pretty much on rails all this year, and uh, I was real happy. We went down there this year, and we made the show. It wasn't a spectacular, but we did make it, and there was probably you know 25 or 30 other good teams that went home and uh, we started 25th and finished 18th and believe it or not I never thought I'd be tickled to death to finish 18th but I was.
1: Well just making the show in all the divisions so many of the big guns went home empty handed.
2: Exactly. And that's you know for more than half the feature I ran right side by side with a guy by the name of Matt Crafton and I you know it's kind of hard to hold your composure when you're racing against the
1: Truck Service champion. <laughs> yeah. Talking to Greg offline, and I found out that I two of the best questions I could have asked him, I didn't. So we're going to tack this on to his interview. That would be your most memorable race and I guess your most disappointing race.
2: My most memorable, I don't know the year, but it happened in Lake Trope Speedway. And after... Uh, Joe Kelly finally, I mean, he handed it to me every week. He beat me every week for a year or two. I finally got to beat him at uh, Trobe one night. And that's, you know, beat Joe Kelly saying something. I mean, and I, I was elated. And uh, that that's probably one of my, that's probably the most memorable moment I have as far as, you know, good things that's
1: happened. That's a big deal.
2: Yes, yes, because, uh, you know, you don't get no better than Joe.
1: Now, how about your most uh, embarrassing race?
2: Well, the kids still tease me about it. I I think it happened last year at Ruin Knob. We're running uh, the modified, and I think I'm running around third. And my oldest son, Tanner, he'll, he'll get where I can see him, and he'll motion me one small, high, or low. and He kept motioning me to go high, and I knew there was nothing up high, nothing up high, and I mean, he's just really flapping his arms and carrying on to get up high. Well, when we, we had a caution flag, and when I come around, he's still flapping his arms to get up high, and I said, okay, I'll show you there's nothing up high. <laughs> I hauled it down the back street. and when I went in three, I just backed it straight into the fence. <laughs> tore the whole ass of the car off, and uh, I proved to him there was nothing up high, but he also proved to me that he was smarter than I was. Cause I'm the one with the tore up race car. <laughs>
1: Well, again, I thank you. I appreciate you taking the time, and uh, those are two good stories. So you have a nice evening, and good luck for the new season, and have a Merry Christmas.
2: You too, Don, and thank you.
1: We hope you enjoyed today's program. If you have a driver or a competitor that you would like featured at Rapping on Racing, please send us an email to Racin at gmail.com. Thank you. Today's program is brought
0: to you in part by our marketing partners, Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the Eastern United States, here's Rapping on Racing.